I mean, this covers the Diablo crater. If you're looking to pick up a little moissanite for yourself until the 1950s, no other soy... Soy? No other soy for moissanite other no than soys meteorites. For, no soy for moissanite, Have been encountered. <laughs> oh, it's fun when there's speech impediments. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's like the Three Stooges talking about moissanite. <laughs> well, we are we going to find moissanite? Hey everyone, welcome to Wiki University, where we dive down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia to explore the sum of all human knowledge. I'm Kyle Berseth, Dean of this fine institution, and as always, I'm joined by our summa cum laude, Jason Nunez. Woo! College, college, college. Hell yeah, baby. I'm ready to learn. I love books. I love campus life. I love Greek life. That's why I signed up for Wiki University's 10-year program. Class is in session. We are, I mean, the mood is set in here. We're surrounded by Jason's packed stuff. Yeah. Well, it's half unpacked. Half unpacked, half packed. But I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing what we can. This is our fifth, third day with our stuff. We've been here for over a week. And I think we're going to get a stab at it, okay? In between this and my classes and my wiki classes, yeah. I'm getting a lot of stuff done. Well, we'll keep everyone with uh, posted with the latest updates about how Jason's unpacking has been going. Can we have a show here at my place where every guest, the entr- it's free, but the entrance fee is you just unpack some stuff for me. Yeah, I think that's a fair entrance fee. It's not like there's going to be a lot of people. My 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 backyard can only hold, I mean, and with if we're distancing, maybe. We're not. We're you not. You know I'm a hardcore <laughs> anti-masker, anti-distance. I'm a big hugger. Oh, yeah, you're a huge hugger. Yeah, I yeah. kiss hello. I call it the Como. <laughs> uh, como se dice... I love you. Where is the line? Hey, mamacita. No way. He's Italian, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's mamacita? I don't know. Uh, Latino? Oh. oh. But he yeah, wouldn't say it with an accent. It's just, mama. Yeah. Mama, I don't even know where the line is anymore. Mama, is your pizza pie right here? Oh, no, that is not the pizza pie, but it's doughy. I just a hug of the women like you hug me. My mama taught me how to hug, so hugging is okay face to the breasts he did say that though right you did hear that i did hear him say that like the way i've been touching women my mom taught me (laughs) it's no joke that's what he said he's like the way i hug women my mom taught me how to hug and and i got it from my mama you're gonna go against the mama (laughs) you can't go against the mama como did pull the mother card though he was like yo my mom says it's okay and she's a female my mom stuck her breasts in my mouth. I thought it was fine. I thought it was open season <laughs> in New York. No one told me until now, until I made it all the way to governor. <laughs> okay, what's your topic, Jason? Uh, I have to tell you again? Yeah, on, on we got to record it. My topic today is dear to my heart, moissanite. Have you heard of moissanite? Now, I never have heard of moissanite oh i'm getting wet just thinking about it It sounds moist oh it is it is to the eye yeah i bet como it makes loves moissanite (laughs) it makes eyes moist i know that i know that much okay so if you haven't heard of moissanite moissanite is basically a lab diamond from or a lab uh yeah diamond pretty much you tell me even though a diamond you don't have to educate me on it i'm gonna read to you but 
even though something other than a diamond isn't technically a diamond, it's a, it's a lab gem. I it's kind of like vegan chicken that of it, the diamond industry. It looks <laughs> like a diamond. It feels like a diamond. It's not chicken. It's not chicken. No, although yeah. it does taste like chicken. The diamond, yeah, <laughs> yeah, moissanite, yeah, yeah. I'll take some moissanite with a side of fries. Mmm, some hot moissanite sandwiches, spicy moissanite sandwiches, salt on top. Mmm. But uh, so yeah, that's my topic. And would you like me to know why I picked the topic? Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you're, the, you're so not interested in why I picked well, the topic. Because no, I because you know why. Or, my or, topic. Okay. I don't have a reason. I it's just something I heard of um, years ago. And so I'm just like, that could be an interesting topic. But you like to choose topics that are near and dear to your heart or sometimes just involve cars. Every topic (laughs) is at arm's length to me. Yeah, you can usually see your topic or have touched it recently. Or just an eyesight, just in like... just in the eye line in front of me <laughs> and that's why and that's why i picked this one because i got my dear lizard she's wearing a mo- uh, moissanite ring on her left ring finger okay yeah because i proposed to her yeah we heard about that on the last episode we, did? we don't even need to yeah yeah oh yeah we talked about arches. it was some real hack shit it was some real hack shit everyone started <laughs> clapping that was legit. You made them clap. I made them clap. Gun. Gunpoint. I, pay, I paid <laughs> them. The Some of them I had to pay. Some of them I had to strong arm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There was a nice couple that took our picture. I gave him my phone number. Still hasn't sent it yet. So I paid, I feel like he's just jerking off to it. Oh. It was a couple. Wow. So maybe they're jerking I off each other. I cannot blame him. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your topic? I'm excited now. You got me. You're edging me like always. My topic, and I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this because it's Greek. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's Greek. It's pronounced keto. It's (laughs) my topic is called Rokotopolamos. Wait, what? Rokotopolamos. And what is it? It's an event. Okay. It's a, an event where two towns in Greece shoot rockets at each other. Is that right? That's right. For religion. My neighbor and I used to do that with bottle rockets, and he was Greek. Wait, wait really? Yeah. What maybe that's where he learned name? it. Halkius? Yeah. <laughs> no, his, uh, his last name was Rokotokopokoto. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was named after the event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was he, he was named after the town he grew up in. Yeah, I remember my uh my Greece friend, I called him Greasy cuz he's Greek. Yeah. My Greasy friend. My Greasy friend, he uh yeah, he used to always go to uh Pennsylvania or wherever they sell like, you know, more uh those like extreme the bigger, ones. The bigger fireworks. Yeah. And he always brought back a bunch of uh Roman candles. Mm. And and very funny, the Greek Roman Boy candle was using Roman yeah. candles to attack the Peruvian. <laughs> the circle of life. It's called a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, it's nowadays covering all his bases. Nowadays, before it was just called good old fashioned fun. Now, now you really made me think about shooting bottle rockets at each other. Yeah, and it's kind of a fun contest to either, I guess, start as far away as possible and slowly move closer until someone gives up. Okay, you're talking like almost colonial, colonial style, where like you line up the six steps. No, no, okay. Well, that's the six steps. I thought there was twelve. 
12 steps? 12 steps. <laughs> it depends how bad of a drunk you are. And then you add extra numbers. <laughs> anyway, a duel, I think, is six steps. That's when they walk away. But bottle rockets, you're not going to kill each other until you get really close. Right. And at best, you're going to put out an eye. So I think at you best. start far and you just keep... It's kind of like... You ever do an egg toss? Yes, those are fun. That's where you take a step back each time. Yes. But I think when you're trying to injure the other person... You go opposite. You go opposite. You go opposite. Yeah, yeah. you work your way up to the big firing. Let's start with uh, Morocco Toco Poco. <laughs> okay, Event. and go to Moissanite. Let me read a little bit about Moissanite. Am I even pronouncing it right? Moissanite? Yeah. No, that is correct. Let me ask you, Jason, what's the... Uh, between you, me... In the public podcasting world, I mean, what's the, what's the like cheap factor of getting a moissanite diamond versus a real diamond? I mean, it was definitely cheaper. I would hope. But since we did go the non-diamond ring route, Liz wanted to get a bigger moissanite diamond. Son of so, so luckily, there's uh, GameStop and AMC, baby, coming <laughs> in at the right time. You got that it. was all paid. You know, that's a GameStop ring. That's a GameStop. That's a game. That's wow. a GameStopper and some AMC. I want to. You know, my life revolves around films, and so you know, I like to tell people that AMC paid for that ring. But but GameStop, it was like sixty forty. I mean, that's appropriate that you would buy a a faux diamond. Wait, what did we call it? A faux diamond? Definitely not a faux diamond. A vegan so diamond. Disrespectful. A vegan diamond. Yeah, vegan diamond. Yeah. A vegan diamond. Yeah. With these fake numbers, it's so appropriate. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, read a little bit about moissanite. I'm putting an hour on the clock let's here. Do it. Moissanite is a naturally occurring silicon carbide and its various crystalline polymorphs. Oh yeah, silicone. It has the chemical formula SIC and is a sick. rare. That's fucking sick, bro. That's... Hey, sick ring. That's what I. That's what Liz hears all the time. Hey, yo, fucking sick ass ring. Uh, it's a rare mineral discovered by the French chemist Henri Moissan <laughs> in 1893. Silicon carbide is useful for commercial and industrial applications due to its hardness, optical properties, and thermal conductivity. All right. Wow. So you could run some heat through rings uh, through rings hand lizards. <laughs> Ring, yeah, on her hand, yeah. Oh, wow! Heat that moist. I'm really killing it with these English words, putting them into yeah. sentences. Let's go over to the Greek article. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's go for it. All right, Rocketopolemos. Can I see yeah. how it's Rocketopolemos? I think I is guess. how a Greek guy would say it. Rocketopolemos is the name, which translates literally to Rocket War. Yeah, okay. Is the name, and I'll just call it Rocket War from now on, is the name of a local traditional event held annually at Easter in the town of Vrantados on the Greek island of Chios as a variation of the Greek custom of throwing fireworks during the celebration of the service at midnight before Easter. Two rival church congregations in oh, the town. that's great. Two churches are like... Perform a rocket war <laughs> by firing tens of thousands of homemade rockets across town. Homemade. Homemade, that's too. That's like white trash. 
shit. That's when you got to watch out. The fact that they are homemade bombs, essentially, because that essentially. is what a firework is. Right. Uh, That's that, what I'm saying, man. That is you pretty know nuts. some people are just going overboard. Burning their hands off just while making it, like blowing their faces off. Wiley Coyote style. Uh, in a state like, I don't know, Kentucky, I'd be concerned. Uh, I feel like Kentucky, they don't care. They'll, they'll let. Is that what you're concerned? Yeah, oh, like okay. they would go so overboard that they're just, they're uh, like. Oh, Kyle, you liberal elite. You just want rules and regulations on things that explode. Fuck out of here, bro. This is our land. Yeah, I think. I, <laughs> I think that's what the U.S. said to Japan in World War II. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, you want rules and regulations on things that explode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there was. Okay. So, anyway, they're homemade. Uh, the objective of the whole event. Uh, is hitting the bell tower of the church on the other side. The rockets are wooden sticks loaded with a propellant mixture containing gunpowder and are launched from grooved platforms. Damn, so it's like a big game of basketball almost. You just hit the, you know, almost, instead of get yeah. it through the net, it's just you hit that bell, get that ding. Yeah, know? it's like the, it's almost like the, uh, like a carnival game. Yeah, yes, like uh, squirting the clown yes, in the face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's the background. The two rival parishes are St. Mark's and Pangia, Greek word. The respective churches built on two hilltops about 400 meters away from each other. Now, now, are these two churches, are they more like the Bloods and the Crips, or are they more like Israel and Palestine? Mm, interesting. I <laughs> or mean, maybe cut in same, the middle? Same thing. I mean, you're describing... Maybe they're more in the middle. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, direct hits on each belfry are supposedly counted on the next day to determine the winner, but each parish invariably claims victory over the other. The result of this apparent disagreement is that both parishes agree to settle the score next year. <laughs> That's great. They just they can't agree on who wins, so they're like, you know what? Next year, we're really going to find yeah, out who the real winner is. <laughs> Notch. Uh, the church buildings themselves and the nearby buildings have to be extensively boarded up and protected with metal sheets and mesh for the occasion. Several Vrontodites, that's the town, regularly express their dismay at the explosive nature of the custom. Wait, people have a problem with this? I guess, but like... But it's a holy war. Yeah, why? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, you gotta think about more holes. However, this is what I was going to say. It's a source of significant tourist revenue for the area. I mean, do they let the tourists get involved? Ooh, kind of like how, and I know you're going to hate me for it, in Arches, how they let anybody climb. <laughs> do they just let anybody put, make some uh, homemade fireworks? And you just, just show up like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in the movie Commando. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The origin of the event is unclear, but local tradition holds that it goes back to the Ottoman Empire. According Whoa. to local lore, it was earlier performed with real cannons. <laughs> what? Oh. So it really was like a Guys, real... Guys, you fucked up my bell with the cannons. Can we just <laughs> do bottle rockets? So actually, they've they've taken it down a notch. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it started like full-blown war. Yeah. And then like, you know, the new generation's always softer than the generation before. So now it's just deconstructed itself into just fireworks it's at like each other. It's like the Bloods and the Crips saying to each other, hey, there's plenty of money to go around. 
let's just scale back a little bit and get these tourist money. And that's kind of what they did, didn't? At one point, I was reading in the and that, that's a lie. I was not reading. <laughs> I reading d- about the bloods. <laughs> <laughs> and the no, no, but uh, <clears throat> I think I heard, I heard somewhere that they uh, were let me doing guess. Uh, Cheddar News. Cheddar News told me that there was they were doing like tour buses like around Compton and shit. And oh, like, and, like okay. and, and it became like a like money towards the city and stuff. Yeah. So like when there was tourists around, apparently, I don't know if it's even true, the gangsters kind of just like chilled out a little bit. They're like, yo, let these people go through, take their fucking picture and fucking we get, you know, we get a little bat little we get our back Wait, scratched. The gangsters were getting their picture taken? Probably by tourists, I'm just saying. Or, oh, okay. Because, I mean, like, around, somewhere around here. I don't want to give your location. Don't I don't want to give, give location. your location. But in the general vicinity of Los Angeles. Right. Well, the greater hey, Los Angeles yeah, greater, area. Way greater. Way greater yeah, area. I mean, great. we're, like, out Make by Los Nevada, Angeles great Nevada. again. Yep. We're pretty far out, depending yeah. on location. Yeah. We're in Vegas. <laughs> At the very least. We might be a little further. At the very least. Just outside so the, of Vegas. The greater Los Angeles, San Diego, Vegas area. <laughs> you can go see the house from Friday. Oh, shit. It's yeah? in that general vicinity. Okay, so it's yeah. on the West Coast then. Yeah. I okay. Mean, so Christine and I were <laughs> shopping for houses recently in South LA. White Bones and you? White Bones. Yeah, Wait, recently same. again? No, not... Oh, like, okay, okay, gotcha. All right, last year. Sorry, the way okay. you said recently. Like, wait, I mean, what? in the general scope of my life, just sure. like the general, your general location. Recently would be the, <laughs> recently would be this year. Uh, to me, that's recently. Not if you're buying a house. I think a, a house purchase is a big deal in your. But when you have already purchased a house, like yourself, when you say recently, I wouldn't think that yeah. is the most recent. Yeah, we'll see how long you hang on to this recent engagement. <laughs> But I know I'm cutting you off at three months <laughs> and playing this tape back to you. Yeah, that's your bet on right now. I, that's what I. That's when I'm cutting you off. If the, I hear you say recently engaged three months from now. Oh yeah. Whoa. whoa, whoa for uh, first off, three months has been over three months since you've bought your place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my recent is different from your recent. You're the one that's saying it's not recent. It's not. Not when it's the year before. That doesn't. Not when it's past the half year mark. We're yeah, now in August, we, and you're telling me recently, and to me recently is this year. January the first would be the latest recent. No, no, what? no. It depends you have on no life idea event. what the word recent means. You have no idea. There's no way a year, or half a year, a quarter of a year is almost like fine. You can say recently, but the fact that we're on. Month eight of 12, by the way. Eight of, of 12. 12. Eight of 12. Yes. That is what? That is uh, two thirds. Okay. Two thirds of the year has gone by. And you say recently, you're not even speaking of either of those two thirds. So what? That's I mind boggling to it's me. Like, it's like calling people newlyweds. I think that also can only last six months. Like when you're. Month- six months? You just upped it to six months. Get the hell out of here. What do you mean? I said six months. Nah, I'm tired of your recent definitions. Well, anyway, I'm, rec- all I was I'm recently say, engaged. So. All I was gonna say, not for long. All I was gonna say is we were look we looked at one house down in South LA, and it was 
between Normandy and Western, and I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Friday, oh, yeah. but at one point he's like, round here, here between Normandy and Western, we call this a little twenty twin twin. Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway, I couldn't stop saying that. <laughs> yes. Way back then. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh, here's the thing. What's the most recent you've said that? I guess right now. Yeah, just now. Yeah, just See, now. See, now but that's recent. That's over. But that's recent. No, that was a long time. No. <laughs> that was a long time ago, at least 13 seconds ago. Man. Okay, so here's a little thing about visiting the church fight. Potential visitors should note that the event is held on Orthodox Easter Sunday, as defined by the Julian calendar, which falls later in the year than the Easter dates commonly used in the West. Yeah, we use a Gregorian calendar. Oh. The real Americans. Si, muy bueno. Si. The event was temporarily canceled in 2016 due to complaints by residents for property damage, but was restored... Yes. In 2017, with limitations of the duration and number of rockets launched. I love how nothing on here says anything about being canceled for COVID. Well, <clears throat> that's the most, what's it called? Uh, uh, socially distance Socially distance event you can do. Because you guys are, they, at least they start off far away. Yeah. They can only get so close without, you know, they don't want to get hurt. I feel like it's a good old fashioned fun, you know? War can so be fun. Too. I feel like Finally, the church, someone's making war fun. Church is telling us, guys, war can be fun. It's not all bad. Who knows war better than the Catholic Church? Right. Let me just wash a couple feet and then throw, you know, a firework at somebody. <laughs> why, are they, why are they washing feet? Isn't that what the Pope does? Doesn't he like, like to wash feet? Oh. Wait, the is Pope the Pope is, Quentin Tyrion? Dino? The Pope has an OnlyFans <laughs> where he washes feet. Oh, he watches he washes his feet? Washes anyone's, anyone's feet. feet. Yeah. Actually, that's a solid OnlyFans uh, idea, too. I know. He's all poked up in his robes and everything, and he brings their feet into a little foot bath, and then there's a, there's a zoom in on the bath, and uh, you get Pope hands on the feet. Pope hands. Yeah. yeah. Pope hands. <laughs> a lot of people have been saying in the the uh message comments too much of the pope hands too more feet yeah they want more feet <laughs> your pope hands are covering up the feet uh, i came here for the holy feet not the pope <laughs> hands all right so that's the end of the article jason we got to move on that's that's great i never knew of that event if we can know how to correctly pronounce it i would love to visit a uh, rocket rocketopolomos i wonder how hard it is to transfer your own homemade fireworks overseas <laughs> You got to do that by boat. <laughs> you got to do that by boat. Got it by sure. boat. So there's the island of Chios. There's the town itself. I don't think, I think, I mean, we could go to Ottoman or we could go to Greek or Easter. Greek? You mean Greece? Yeah. Well, Greek. It doesn't even give us an option for Greece. We can go to Greek. What about and Ottoman? Greece, and then Ottoman will be interesting. I, I don't know. know anything about the Ottoman Empire. You I don't know, know anything? Like, I mean, it, I know... Wasn't it, it like the first empire? I feel like it fell in world... No, I think the Romans. The Greek Empire. Oh, yeah. The Romans, the... Uh, you know what, what am I thinking of? Mesopotamia for some reason. Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, that's in the that's in the area of right, Ottomans. Right. But think. you know what? You know where the public school system fucked up? They taught us all this shit, but they don't ta- teach it to us in order. Yes, they we do. Kind of, not, not all the time. Not my school. We went, we like did flashbacks and I got confused. That's what this whole podcast is. Can, it's it it's can to be continue my education. Using Jason. It's, it's, it's to continue my education. I'm I glad for this like podcast. I feel like the Ottoman Empire finally fell World War One. 
Like it was that, turkey, maybe. Yes, yes. That but is I correct. never learned anything about it because right. we we jumped right to Straight the good to one. Two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you missed uh, Back to the Future one. You went to two, and you're like, oh, this is no, the best I like Back to the Future. Back to the Future. What? Two better than one? You're out of your Two's goddamn mind. I like two better than one. Well, I always grew up like that. Everyone knows that you're wrong. But it's 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 not to say that I don't have respect, and I know that number one is is. It's kind of like Rocky. Everyone knows the fourth one is the best. No way. But the first one, the you have one to respect. is better than the fourth. The third one is only better because he is the most cut. He is the most naturally, I found out physically, why. like, such a specimen in that movie. Jason he is, is fully erect. He is. Dude, <laughs> he's, Stallone do you, do you is, like, tri- like, he's got that perfect triangle shape. Let me tell you why. Why, why? Because he, he did... A movie before that called Victory, I believe. It's a soccer movie. Okay. Oh, wow. Where he played a... <laughs> Go with me here. I'm, this is I'm the pitch. In. Stallone, I'm in. Stallone assembled a team of soccer players in a World War II camp. Really? Nazi camp. I haven't seen this To play movie? some Germans. Stallone played the trainer. At some point, he breaks the goalie's arm. They agree to this. And then Stallone takes over as the goalie. But because he was playing someone in like a, a player coach, yeah, p- player trainer, player trainer, huh? Okay. Because he was playing a you know POW, and he went straight from filming that to Rocky Three, so he he was like lean. lean he was jacked. super lean. Not yeah. only that, obviously, soccer is a lot of running. Uh, even well, I don't if, think he got in soccer. Even if he's not practicing, the the amount of takes that you're doing, he had to look like a soccer exactly. player. Exactly, yeah. couldn't and be so, this like muscle bound dude. So he's saying well, also he, cut he had to weight. look like a POW, right? That's who's true. Who's been getting starved and tortured by the Nazis? So he cut mad weight, and then boom, went straight into Rocky Three. So all he did was muscle up, and it right. was just like prime. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. I haven't seen this other movie. What is it called again? I believe it's Soccer Hearts. Victory. Soccer Hearts. Yeah. All right, I'm on the Ottoman Empire here, and there's tons of links here. Too much. Well, I think that's good. I don't want to spend, much like history class, I don't <laughs> want to spend that much time on the Ottoman, Ottoman Empire. Ottoman Empire. And, you know, it came and went, you know. Yeah. The Ottoman Empire, wow, there's a lot of, like, also known as AKAs here, was a state that controlled much of southeastern Europe, Western Asia, and northern Africa between the 14th and early 20th centuries. Pretty good run. It was founded at the end of the 13th century in northwestern Anatolia in the town of modern-day Bilik province by a Turkoman tribal Turkoman. leader. Turkoman. <laughs> Did you see that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Jingle All the Way, where he tries to get Turkoman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had to pick up Turkoman. <laughs> What is Turkoman though? That's all I. That's all I could get in my mind was like an action figure. I'm going to Turkoman. Okay, let's do it. Turkoman, also called Turkoman or Turkman, is a term that was widely used for action figures during the Middle Ages. What? That's amazing. That's I'm making it up. You fucking idiot! (laughs) You sold it. You sold it well, teacher. We you definitely action figures. We definitely went up during the Middle Ages. It could be their modern day action figures. It's not like it's they like, called it action figures. It's like sticks tied together. Yeah. That was my guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry. Turkle man. Sorry I tricked you. Anyway, it was a term that was widely hey, I'm used. I'm trying to learn here. You can't do shit like that. It was 
a term that was widely used during the Middle Ages for the people of Ogut's Turkic origin. Ogut's Turks were a Western Turkic people that in the 8th century AD formed a tribal confederation in an area between the Aral and Caspian Seas in Central Asia and spoke the Ogut's branch of the Turkish lang- Turkic language family. They were the Young Turks. Young Tur- Well, I think that was actually some, someone else. I think the Young Turks were a thing. Is that right? Yeah. I feel like they're Turkish and they're younger than the, you know, Turkoman. All right, fair. Turkoman, oh. I am your grandfather. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that action figure says. <laughs> Where's that? <Dude. laughs> it's just talking to new, the new Turks. I'm Turkoman, and I am your grandfather. The term Turkoman, which was originally an exonym. What's an exonym? Endonym and exonym is a common internal name for a geographical place, group of people, or a language slash dialect, meaning that it is used inside that particular place, group, or linguistic community in question. Similar how in Peru, and I could be wrong, I believe, uh, Quechua. Quechua is like... um... Uh, a very native language that uh, tribes is also the people. Well, I guess no. That's not what you call them. I don't think you would call them Quechua people. Is this like a Kleenex thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the brand. They're just the brand. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still confused. Well, anyway, the term I went back to Turkoman. Turkoman, which was originally a, an exonym, is thought to date from the High Middle Ages, along with the ancient and familiar name Turk. And the tribal name is Bayant, Bayander, Afshar, uh, some others. Anyway, I mean, we're talking 10th century stuff here. Yeah, the guys, f- we're talking Turks over here. Oh, this is interesting. The first known mention of the term Turkmen or Turkoman. Turkoman. Well, well, you know, I had a friend in high school. Uh, his nickname given to him by his parents was Taco Man. Pretty close. And his parents give him that name yeah because there was a commercial at the time you remember uh maybe maybe you remember it that was to the ymca song i believe and they were going taco taco man he wants to be a taco man and this is a commercial for what taco bell i don't even know i think taco bell maybe and and the kid liked it when he was younger and then the name stuck so he's taco man turco man whatever anyway the first known mention of it real quick Yes. I find it to be a little odd that the parents gave the kid a nickname. Well, you know, I mean. Because it's different when it's like, you know, like. Uh, friend group. AJ or whatever. Like you're just abbreviating it or whatever yeah. you call you know. But to give him a, such a specific nickname is I an odd it. thing. I think I think for a little while I was Spoon Boy. You're Spoon Boy? Yeah. Is it because you like to be the little one or the big one? I carried around a big wooden spoon. Yeah? Or maybe my brother was Spoon Boy. This precedes my memory, but someone carried around a big wooden spoon all the time, so they were just like, fucking Spoon Boy. Did you speak softly? Speak softly. Why softly? Did you speak softly and carry a big spoon? <laughs> Who said that? Teddy Roosevelt? Teddy. <laughs> one, of the Ro- one of the Roosevelts. Yeah, one of the Theodores. That's right in the World War One period, too. Yeah, yeah. Past. <laughs> <laughs> world war ii or nothing speak softly and carry a big spoon yeah that's a quote put it on a (laughs) t-shirt anyway it occurs in chinese texts of the 8th and 9th century so it's interesting i only know i only know 7th century chinese were reporting about the turco man i mean that's that's pretty cool that's a good reach by the turco man yeah well he was i mean at that point let's be honest that's basically worldwide 
That's basically yeah. worldwide. At that time, I mean, America wasn't even a thing. America wasn't even I great mean, yet. It was, but like not to that part of the world. But it wasn't great yet. <laughs> oh boy, your words. <laughs> Uh, here's the culture. Turkmen culture was mostly a continuation uh, of the Oghuts culture, where nomadic elements played a vital role. After the adoption of Islam, Turkmens had to change a number of their traditional customs, such as stopping drinking wine, which was a common pastime in Oghuts culture. However, with Islam, polygamy entered Turkmen way of life. So you got to get rid of the wine, but you get more wives. Fair trade. What do you do? Do you keep the wine or keep the wives? You got to pick one. It depends what kind of man you are, to be I'm honest. I'm asking you, Jason. Oh, are you picking the wives or are you picking the wine? And remember... Wives. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not some sick You're fuck. a nomadic culture. You're just wandering the desert. That's what I mean. Why? Wives. Because, you know... They can carry stuff. Not only can they carry stuff, some of them are going to drop dead after a while. You know what I mean? They can't take oh, the heat. So wow. we got to keep going. Uh, previously, the Ogits were predominantly monogamous with Ogits women playing an active role in family matters. It's oh, they, a they had family matters back then? In this day and age. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> Turco Man did that. <laughs> did Turco Man do that? Okay. Well, we should move on here. I mean, I, I can't get You will into... never move on from Turco Man. No, we'll move on from Turco Man. Turco Man moves on from you. <laughs> so bottle rockets, bottle rockets. <laughs> oh, we can go to Turco Man today. Turkoman today. Um, anyway, Turkoman was gradually supplanted by the term Ottomans. So the Ottomans Turco were Turkoman. The, Tur oh, wow. the Ottoman ruling class identified themselves as Ottomans until the 19th century. In the late 19th century, as the Ottomans adopted European ideas of nationalism, they preferred to return to a more common term, Turk, instead of Turkoman. So they were the new Turks. They were the young Turks. The young Turks. Is that what they were? I'm your grandfather. I'm your... The Ottoman. <laughs> I'm your... Ottoman. I'm your grandson. Young Turk. <laughs> the use of the the use of Turkoman as an ethno... Slur? Ethnonym for the Turks living in Iranian Azerbaijan. Nailed it. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Turkoman disappeared from common use. So Damn. let's bring it back. And let's then the bring young Turks. Turkoman back. Anyway, we got to move on here, Jason. We're, I guess we got like a half hour left. We got to get to diamonds or fake diamonds. I see okay, this. Not fake diamonds. You keep saying fake diamonds. Sorry, I don't know what the super. Di sorry, it's, called, it's pronounced moissanite. Yeah, yeah. And it's called a lab diamond. Yeah, but what's the vegan and, diamond? And honestly, oh, lab diamond. Okay. Honestly, I voted for real diamond. In fact, I voted hard for blood diamond. I asked if we could actually get blood on it. Yeah, we talked about I this want... off the podcast. They, sh I feel like it's kind of like Whole Foods saying what farm they got it from. Yes, like exactly. show me the cave, show me the picture of the child who dug it. Shit, send me the hand. <laughs> <laughs> The hand's wearing the diamond? That's how they present it to you. God, that would be fucking dope, man. Now that's now that's a fucking diamond, you know? Yeah. I I could and I could have pulled it too. My GameStop. Hey man, books. GameStop AMC and crypto, then you would have been there. Damn. Man. Get a hand diamond. Okay, so where do you want to go here, Jason? I mean Let's go for broke, bro. We can go to 
any country basically other yeah. than the US. French? France? Well, I don't see that. But we could go to Northern Africa, Western Africa. I'm sure we could get to the diamonds French? that way. But Jason, I'm I, you know, I get a little sick of reading about geography a little bit. Do you? You hate learning about Africa? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Although we haven't been to Africa all that frequently. <laughs> yeah, and if we podcast. do go, it's going to be like uh, French colonies. Oh, oh, interesting. Because the French colonized there a lot. Yeah. Well, right? oh, bonjour. Well, there's, a, there's an African country called B- Bonjour. We've dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> it's next to Egypt. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we've dabbled in this before, but I've... I don't know if you remember or you uh, recall UNESCO World Heritage Sites. That's like, you know, old shit around the world. That's They try to historically make sure it's preserved, preserved essentially. Okay. So we could go to so this UNESCO like- and then go to like the diamond mines of Africa. Or so. I'm sure they're not trying to preserve that. Uh yeah, let's go. Let's go for it. If they're trying, they're trying to preserve something. They're trying to preserve. It'll take us around the world. Something. Right. Yeah, it'll take us somewhere new. Let's be. Let's be uh, Mr. Internationals. Oh, let's put <laughs> Pitbull our way to <laughs> Moissanite. Presenting Mr. and Mrs. International. I wonder if that's what he got. <laughs> he got presented at his wedding. That's what I'm going to be presented at my wedding. Mr. and Mrs. International. Yeah. You're the international part. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Uni- so it took me to UNESCO, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. Oh, and then they're in here. They have sounds a, like a nonprofit. They have a French translation and a link to French. Is that right? <laughs> they, what? Yeah. But French isn't going to bring us to Moissanite. I think it might. Who's known for diamonds? I think it's Antwerp, based off my movie knowledge of Snatch. We're not looking for diamonds. We're looking for moissanite. Or is it lock, stock, and two smoking barrels? I know, but if, you know, moissanite are kissing cousins with diamonds. Ten minutes, Turkish. Ten minutes. Do you remember that? From, kind from, of. From cock locked and two smoking barrels? It doesn't mean I take windy walks. We're partners. <laughs> Which one is that? I don't remember. I, those, I get those all mixed up. Yeah. That and King Arthur. I've never seen King Arthur. I, I don't either. know what that is. Anyway. No, but it's a Guy Ritchie... Uh, film uh okay. do you watch movies yeah i've mentioned <laughs> 45 movies on this episode unesco was founded in 1945 as a successor to the league of nations international committee on intellectual cooperation its constitution establishes the agency's goals governing structure and operating framework unesco's founding mission which was shaped by the second world war your favorite is to advance peace sustainable development and human rights by facilitating facilitating collaboration and dialogue among nations it pursues this objective through five major program areas are you taking notes jason i am now education natural sciences social slash human sciences culture and communication slash information a lot of slashes i feel like they should have just said 10 categories yeah five yeah, yeah i mean can we get UNESCO on the phone? Yeah, let's get Nabisco on this. Calling <laughs> <laughs> so the big guns, the mother company of this place, Nabisco. You know goddamn well Nabisco owns. I love those Nabisco World Heritage sites. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or they just fucking growing chocolate chip cookies or some shit. Vanilla wafers. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Did you like wafers when you were little? Vanilla wafers? Vanilla or strawberry. You know, I think a lot of the Latino uh, community is a like big fan of the strawberry flavored yeah. Uh, yeah. sweeteners. Yeah, we like the orange one, anything yeah. tropical. I strawberry like the is vanilla. a fan favorite. But when I'm saying vanilla wafers. What'd you call me? Vanilla wafers? <laughs> I think it's short for vanilla. Okay. But they're in the little brown, round thing. Oh, see, I was thinking more like little sticks. No, I know. Little sticks. What you, yeah, uh, I like the sticks, too. Big fan of sticks. I can't remember what the sticks are called. I wafers, maybe. Wafers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Wafers. Well, maybe I'm wrong about Nilla wafers. Anyway, anyway, you know, it seems like this is a program for good. I feel like... But with, like, with most things that are, you know, invented, they're used for evil as well. We could go to field offices by region. We could go to Africa. Oh, Let's go to controversies first. Got to check those out because of what I exactly what I just said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the evil part. So here's the New World Information and Communication cool. Order. UNESCO has been the center of controversy in the past, particularly in its relationships with the U.S. and the U.K., Singapore, and the former Soviet Union. During the 1970s and 80s, UNESCO's support for a quote-unquote New World Information and Communication Order and its Mac McBride report calling for Demi- pronounced MacBook report MacBook report calling for the democratization of the media and more egalitarian access to information was condemned by these countries. Yeah, well, we have all the information as attempts to curb freedom of the press. UNESCO was perceived as a platform for communists and third world dictators to attack the West in contrast to accusations made by the USSR in the late 1940s and early 1950s. In 1984, the U.S. withheld its contributions and withdrew from the organization in protest, followed by the U.K. in 1985. Singapore withdrew also at the end of 1985, citing rising membership fees. I mean, the dues just became too much for them. Yeah, it's such a that's <laughs> These such a weird dues. <laughs> I mean, I they just wanted it out and they wanted an excuse. I get it, especially if like, you know, your country isn't using the service. What's what's UNESCO do? I don't know. Yeah, I believe it's the uh, use it Actually, or lose I it do rule. Kind of know. We just read about it, but <laughs> uh, anyway, the United States rejoined in two thousand three. Long layover. 1997, the UK rejoined in Singapore in 2007. Let's move on, Jason. Okay. They okay, talked about Professor Kyer. They t- <laughs> maybe we could get to something about human rights here. So you're trying to connect human rights to diamonds. To diamonds. Yeah. Oh, I see something about. I feel like you're aiming to go to diamonds. Like they're gonna have. Something adjacent. Uh, adja- what, right. what do you want to head to? Like, like I, I was still thinking, like, like France and shit. You want to go to France and shit? Why not? I mean, hey, you, you're El Capitan, senor. Or I mean, we could go to science and shit. How'd you get that from from where? Uh, well, it was like you know, SIC. It was an element or something. Silica. Oh, right, right. No, I just mean like we could oh, get I th- to the elemental table. I thought you meant there was a link that said science and stuff. Oh no, not there wasn't a link for to science okay. and shit. 
<laughs> That's what I thought at first. Okay. All right. So I'm. I went to the French language. Beautiful language. French. A a, rom- a romance language. That's the first sentence, Jason. Are you reading along? Yes. I'm reading it off your eyes. <laughs> French is a romance language of the Indo-European family. It descended from the vulgar Latin of the Roman Empire, as did all Romance languages. French evolved from the Gallo-Romance, the Latin spoken in Gaul, and more specifically in Northern Gaul. Its closest relatives are the other languages d'Oil, languages historically spoken in Northern France and in Southern Belgium. Oui, oui. French was also influenced by native Celtic languages of Northern Roman Gaul, like the Gallia something, blah, blah, blah. The anyway. Gaul on these Romans. Today, owing to France's past overseas expansion, I like how they call atrocities past overseas expansion. There are numerous French-based Creole languages, most notably Haitian Creole. A French-speaking person or nation may be referred to as a Francophone, in both English and French. Oh, you're a francophobe, right? We can also, Jason, try to get to weddings and get like to present day traditions, something like that. I guess it's not a bad idea. It's a bad idea, but yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I'm hearing I like no it. ideas from you. I went to French. Where do you want me to go now? French scientists. <laughs> Famous French scientists. I mean, I could go to France itself, I guess. You can go to France. Famous people from France. Famous people from France. <laughs> who's 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 famous from from France? Uh, there was the guy that did polio. He did polio. He he did. He, <laughs> he caused it. Like he did it. Caused and solved polio. He it was him. Just a one man band. Wasn't it? Or was that Salk? Was he French? Who was it? Jonas um, Salk. No. I thought it was FDR with polio. I, I think FDR had polio. Yeah. All right, I went to friends, 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 friends. It's time to talk about friends. France. It's the it's the French friends uh, show. Friends. Yeah, friends. <laughs> the whole time there's, they've been saying France, <laughs> but everybody thinks they're saying France. France. Yeah. Friends. Officially, the French Republic is a transcontinental country spanning Western Europe. And is that how they identify? Yes. As transcontinental. Yes. <laughs> Spanning Western Europe and several overseas regions and territories. Its metropolitan areas extends from the Rhine to the Atlantic Ocean. You know where French France is, right? Yeah, it's in Europe. In Europe. Which part of Europe, Jason? The inward part, the the one by water. It's <laughs> Jason. I don't think you know where France is. It's not East European. That's nah. true. No, yeah, but it's okay. It's Western European. Does it touch Italy? No. That's what I said. No. I believe there's a body of water in between, but they're close. In between Italy and France? Yeah. But they might go across at the top. They might or they do? They might, because there (laughs) might be some Switzerland in between. Um, So wait, so isn't it... But I think they they do border a little bit at the top. Isn't it Spain... Doesn't Spain touch France? Portugal, Spain. Portugal doesn't count. Spain. Yeah. And then France. France. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then, and then a then body of Italy. water. And then Italy. Italy's got that boot that comes But it's down. still. But at the top, but, it connects to France. Yeah. But you're. 
Okay. What? It's just a weird, the way you stated it, it was like, you got to remember that Italy, the boot pops out. The boot pops out into the Mediterranean. Right. Or is it the Black Sea? I forget. Probably Mediterranean. Mediterranean. And yeah, so so it definitely does touch. But so I don't know why when I mentioned that does it touch Italy, you were like, no, there's a body I'm of water. i just saying there. there is a gap, though. I thought you were looking at a map. You're not even looking at a map. No. You're just going by head. Brain map. No. And then there's another gap and then Greece. And we're back to Rocket Popo Lampadus. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I okay. I went to French or France's science and technology at your request. Yeah, we're there already. Oh, we could go to the main article of science and technology in France. Tonight? But since the Middle Ages, France has been a major contributor to scientific and technological achievement. Around the beginning of the 11th century, Pope Sylvester II, a different role for Sias Lice to learn, yeah. where he played Pope and rubbed people's feet. <laughs> Re- hey, yo, let me rub your feet. No, that's, a, that's, even, that's a bad... You know, Lizard does a solid Sylvester. Solid Sylvester. Yeah. Hey, I'm playing the Pope. Why can't I touch your feet? How's that? Wait, this is Sylvester Stallone asking a woman that he... Telling her that he is playing the He's Pope. He's the Pope. He's, He's playing got an OnlyFans, and he wants to touch feet. Hey. Hey, oh, Adrian, let me yeah, touch your feet. Sylvester stinks. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> feed you. You know why? Because I have respect for the man. All right. Well, Pope Sylvester II reintroduced the abacus and armillary sphere and introduced uh, Arabic numerals. It's very rare for a religious person to be like, yeah, science. That That's true. But it was a science that was... From what? From what though? Like air, like Arabic numbers. Like that's a different Arabic numerals and clocks to Northern and Western Europe. The University of Paris, founded in the mid 12th century, is still one of the most important universities in the Western world. In the 17th century, mathematician Rene Descartes defined a method for the acquisition of scientific knowledge. While Blase Pascal became famous for his work on probability and fluid mechanics, they were both key figures of the scientific revolution which which blossomed in Europe during this period. The Academy of Sciences was founded by Louis XIV to encourage and protect the spirit of French scientific research. It was at the forefront of scientific developments in Europe in the 17th and 18th century. It is one of the early Earliest Academies of Sciences. Then, there's the Age of Enlightenment. Ooh, that's a good age. That was marked by the work of biologist Buffon Buffon, and chemist Lavoisier, who we talked about past the Lavoisier. Past the Lavoisier, that's right. (laughs) Uh, Who discovered the role of oxygen in combustion, while Delroux and another French guy published the Encyclopedia which aimed to give access to useful knowledge. The precursor to WikiU. The, the precursor to the internet, period, yeah. Period. It's amazing. So on the page of chemical element, in chemistry, an element is a pure substance consisting only of atoms pure that all have the same numbers of protons in their atomic nuclei. Unlike chemical compounds... Chemical elements cannot be broken down into simple... Jesus Christ, Sorry, man. Tried, this is fucking terrible for audio. I tried not making the noise, but it's a water bottle. <laughs> you're, you're like a child with a sippy cup. 
Unlike chemical compounds, chemical elements cannot be broken down into simpler substances by chemical means. Was was moissanite? Uh, what was it? <laughs> I know it moissanite had SIC, is... which indicates like more than just an element, right? My most my my the moissanite I got was my chemical romance. Why don't I? Why did I even bother asking? How is that not good? I proposed to Lizard yeah. with a moissanite ring. And you were like, this is my chemical romance? Yeah, that's what I told her. Pretty good. All right. <laughs> you nailed it. All the baryonic matter of the universe is composed of chemical elements. When different elements undergo chemical reactions, atoms are rearranged into new compounds. So is it a compound? Is moissanite a compound? I definitely believe it is a compound. So that's held together by chemical bonds. Only a minority of elements such as silver and gold. Ooh, silver and gold. Those are in rings. No, it's sick, remember? Yeah, I know. And it's a mineral? I don't know what it is. It is. It's a mineral? Ah, jeez. We're on elements. <laughs> What's a mineral? Yeah, minerals are a combination of elements. Is it? Yes. I don't know. I really am bad at chemistry. Because too. you have the elements like like oxygen is introduced, carbon is introduced, and it makes an element. So should I go to minerals? Or I mean a mineral. I'm sorry. Okay. So oh. I think it is a compound, right? Because it, it's compounded. It's Okay, so right. sick is a is a compound. S I C. So what's S I? Silica. And silica. I don't think it's silica. Silica. Yeah. It's silica. Yeah. It's not like okay. Silica and C, carbon, which is I carbon. Assume. Yeah. Okay. And you fuse those together, it makes a mineral. So should I go to compounds or minerals? No, minerals, minerals are found in the earth. Yes. Na- yeah. Natural thing. Those are natural minerals that happens on the earth when oxygen okay. is introduced with carbon and. All right, so I, I'll go to, well, this took me to native element mineral. Native element mineral are those elements that occur in nature in uncombined form with a distinct mineral structure. The elemental class includes metals and, all right, I'm just going to the list they have here. But it's uncombined. Ah, Jesus. Okay. List. Oh, so there's carbon and Great. there's silicon. Right. I So I'm on SI. I'm, I mean, we're, we're on we're there. We're on there. This hard. I feel like it's got to have something on that because, again, everything is made out of carbon. Most silicon is used commercially without being separated and often with very little processing of the natural minerals. Such use includes industrial construction with clays, silica, sand, and stone. Silicates are used in Portland cement for mortar and stucco and mixed with silica and gravel to make concrete for walkways. Uh... Glass, glasses, ooh, ooh, ooh. The late 20th century and early 21st century has been described as the silicon age. We're in it due to elemental silicon having a large impact in uh, the modern world economy. The relatively small portion of the very highly purified elemental silicon used in semiconductor electronics is essential to the metal oxide semiconductor transistors and integrated circuit chips used in most modern technology mm, i do not see we're close no we're right there man diamonds no sorry sorry you don't need to see diamonds no i don't want to see diamonds wait who did oh wow listen to this this guy 
had an impact on society. The Frenchman? In 1987, Antoine Lavoisier. Ooh, okay. Pascal Lavoisier. Suspected that silica might be an oxide of a fundamental chemical element, but the chemical affinity of silicon for oxygen is high enough that he had no means to reduce the oxide and isolate the element. Okay. I am looking in the contents here. Crystal structure, occurrence, production, applications. Should I go to applications? Applications or production because they are produced. These are... Chemistry and compounds. Crystalline bulk silicon is rather inert but becomes more reactive at high temperatures. Like its neighbor, aluminum, silicon forms a thin continuous surface layer of silicon dioxide, SiO2, Ooh, we're close. We're so in I, there, man. I'm just scanning now for sick. So I see S I N. Ooh, we're in there. Sick. Psilocides. Psilocide. Do you ever have psilocidal thoughts? Psilocidal? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm in LA, baby. Uh, so I see silanase. Is that like mayonnaise? I don't know. Silicone mayonnaise? Yeah, you spread it on your chicken sandwich? On your computer. Ooh. Yeah. Speculation on silicon hydride chemistry started in the 1830s contemporary with the development of synthetic organic chemistry. I see our dude, Henry Moisson. Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. What'd he do? Uh, What do you think he done did? did? Following. uh, Just click on him. But I kind of want. All right. I mean, let's read a little bit. All right. Henry Moisson. It only makes sense. He was a French chem. Whoa. He looks like. An old Mel Gibson with that beard. Wow, he does have this Mel Gibson face. And the profile a little bit. The prof- I mean, his nose yeah, is a little no, yeah. different, but he's... Oh, that's our timer. Ooh, we we technically did it. We technically did not do it. What technically, do we didn't do it. We got to Henry Moisson. Nah, still counts. Still we counts. Let's get... keep going. Let's close that out. All right. Uh, Ferdinand Frederick Henry Moisson was a French chemist and pharmacist who won the 1906 Nobel Prize in Chemistry for his work in isolating fluoride from its compounds. Moisson was one of the original members of the International Atomic Weights Committee. Is that like a lifting club? Uh, Yeah, that's a gym for scientists. Nice. Yeah, they were (laughs) fucking... Bulking up. None, of, none of the uh, what do you call the things you put on the on the bar? Plates. Plates. None of the plates are above ten pounds. Oh no, no, no! no. They're all minerals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to research. He was really into fluoride. The extents of the element fluoride had been well known for many years, but all attempts to isolate it had failed, and some experiments had died in the attempt. Ooh. That's rough. Moisson eventually succeeded in preparing fluoride in 1886. Look at this picture of him. He's trying to create a synthetic... Oh! <laughs> Moisson trying to create synthetic diamonds using an electric arc furnace. But look at this dude's cookware, man. He's got a nice kitchen set up there where he's trying to make diamonds. He's like a college kid trying to make fake IDs. That did look like a very professional like uh, setup he's got there. Yeah. Moisson went on to study fluoride chemistry in great detail, contributed to the development of the electric arc furnace, and attempted to use pressure to synthesize diamonds from the more common form of carbon. In 1893, Moisson began studying fragments of meteorite found in the meteor crater 
near Diablo Canyon in Arizona. Maybe a future field trip for us, Jayhan. In these fragments, he discovered minute quantities of a new mineral, and after extensive research, Moisson concluded that this mineral was made of silicon carbide, which is what moissanite is, is, I believe. So click on that. Well, I don't see... Oh, no. I'm going to click on moissanite in the next sentence. In 1905, this mineral was named moissanite in his honor. Ooh, they honored him by making it moist. Moissanite, as I said, is a naturally occurring silicon carbide and its various crystalline polymorphs. It has the chemical formula sick. Um, Polymorphin Power Rangers. You remember go, that? Go, go, moissanite, go. Da, 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 da. Right? Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah, the Moissanite Rangers. The Moissanite Rangers, yeah. They each have a ring of a different mineral rock. Exactly. My favorite uh, was Jason. He had the sick-ass ring. <laughs> Moist. Okay, well, we made it. Um, I mean, this covers the Diablo crater. If you're looking to pick up a little moissanite for yourself until the 1950s, no other soy... Soy? <laughs> no other soy for moissanite other no than meteorites. For, no soy for moissanite, Have been encountered. <laughs> Oh, it's fun when there's speech impediments. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's like the Three Stooges talking about moissanite. <laughs> well, we are we going to find moissanite? Then in 1958, moissanite was found in the Green River Formation in Wyoming. And the Whoa. following year, as inclusions in Kimberlite. Ooh, inclusions. Ooh, that was my other favorite uh, Power ranger. ranger yeah. I love Kimberlite. Uh, Inclusions in Kimberlite from a diamond mine in Yakutia. That sounds... Where's Yakutia? That sounds like Alaska or Canada. Uh, Russia, I think. Anyway, so that's moissanite. I mean, we made it. That's moissanite for you. Do you want to know anything else about it? Let's. We should wrap this up. I already know everything about it. Well, just I so you it. know, moissanite was introduced into the jewelry market in 1998. Pretty yeah. young. Yep. The Young Turks, they call it. It's the Young Turks of diamonds. That's, no, it was actually by Charles and Colvard, formerly known as C3 Incorporated. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, they received patents to create and market lab-grown silicon carbide. It's interesting that they describe it as grown. Because they grow it? I guess it just keeps reacting and and grows. Right, I don't know. Interesting, yeah. No, oh, because they mix the two together. elements together. And oh, it grows, yeah, just right? like we saw that picture of Moissanite cooking. Yep. Cooking his, his uh, synthetic diamonds. Cooking his socks off. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that, that does it kind of for this article, right? All the patents expired by... C3 incorporated in August 2015. So, you know, you got a freelance moissanite. Uh, what do you even call, do you call it a moissanite diamond or you call it a moissanite synthetic diamond? Let's not worry about labels. I call it, yeah, I call it just moissanite ring or moissanite. What's what's Lizard's diamond identify as? Uh, moist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Save it for your wedding night. <laughs> All right. That does it. If anyone has a topic for WikiU, send us an email or slide into our DMs on Instagram. On Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate and review. If you give us 
if you DM us a little, uh, what is it, a screenshot. Yeah, you tell me. You're kind of making it up on the fly here. All you got to do is scroll down on your phone at the bottom where it says rate and review. Click five stars. Super easy. Bottoms Just do that. Only. You don't got to create an additional chore for yourself of screenshotting and but if you want to we'll send you a little something i got a lot of stuff i want to let go of since i just moved (laughs) all right there you go (laughs) you do have to pay for the shipping fees yeah no i'll deliver it to you (laughs) i'm down for another road trip all right let's let's end this all right everybody bye class is out of session out of session dismissed saved by the bell